Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. It's Detroit's love guru, and it's Wednesday night. Happy hump night, people. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, people. Welcome. Um, give me a call, as always, 313-614-9498. I take your questions, your comments, your concerns, <clears throat> and also your insights, because I also learn about uh, issues. I learn about maybe your experiences, and it makes me a better uh, therapist, counselor, a better helper um, of a lot of people out there as well, okay? My website, The Art of Relationships. Dot org, okay, and you can join the discussion below this as well, okay? And this episode is sponsored again by Astroglides Organic. Astroglide O, ooh, for orgasmic or organic, however you want to take it, okay? You get a free sample if you go to www.astroglide.com slash art of relationships <clears throat> excuse me and that is above along with the call-in uh, phone number to give me a call here and also to uh, my website oh one little thing before I forget for those that share this live video on your timeline now you get a free copy of my book the relationship guide tools to ignite love and intimacy that is also available on uh, barnesandnobles.com as well as of course amazon.com in ebook format as well as paperback <clears throat> now the free copy i'm giving out is paperback okay so uh share this on your live uh timeline and you'll be honored to win a copy of the book okay and this uh disclosure is if you have won a copy of the book before um unfortunately you can still share but you're not going to be eligible to win uh, a copy of this book uh, to give everybody else a chance to get a free copy as well, okay? Now, we are live, of course, and we are going to be talking about uh, Shauna. Hey, Shauna, welcome. Already popping up. Uh, Jennifer, welcome. Thanks for sharing now. Um, so you get a chance to enter and win the book. And there is adult content, adult language in the book. I'm real, I'm raw at times, but that's real life, right, people? And we're going to talk about a real-life situation that happens often. 85% uh, of the couples I deal with and have dealt with over the many years I've been doing this have come to me with one of them cheated, the husband, the wife. Maybe both of them have had an affair or two, and they want me to help them resolve the issues and help them rebuild the trust. So we are going to be talking about the meaning of affairs and maybe more so how do affairs happen, what transpires somebody to cheat, 
and maybe what the definition of cheating is. Hey, Lisa's in the house. Welcome. Um, so we're going to get into talking about this, and I'd love to hear your insights about this because this is a subject matter that gets a lot of people heated, a lot of people hurt and upset and pissed off. Maybe they've been cheated on before, and there's a lot of animosity, a lot of hurt built up, but a lot of people don't really know the meaning behind it. The woman cheats, she's a hoe, the dog, the guy cheats, he's a dog, right? He's no good, he's all this stuff. But a lot of people don't ask, and I ask, why did it happen, okay? We have to know three elements about the affair. You know what? What caused it? Again, never condoning it, never excusing it, but what caused the affair, the cheating, okay? Now, is there general remorse and guilt for the action and a recommitment not to do that? Without those three elements, it's very, very difficult to earn the trust back if you want to maintain the marriage, not only maintaining it, but being happy and rebuilding the trust again, okay? And I tell everybody, I tell my clients right off the bat, I tell them when they call, either the betrayed gives me a call or the betrayer, you know what, I got cheated, I want to fix things, Greg. I tell people all the time <clears throat> is that, um, you know what, you can do everything perfect to earn the trust back, okay? And your partner just might not be able to get over it and be able to move on, okay? And there is a, a term I always say for the one that did the betraying, that they have to eat shit for a while, okay? You can't go into a situation, you know, you cheated and you say, you know, I'm so sorry I hurt you, I'll never do it again, and expect that's going to be the end of it. <clears throat> that's sort of crazy, and it's very childish to go into that attitude thinking that's all you have to do and everything's going to be fine. You have to earn that trust back, and that's what I meant about eating shit, if you will, that, you know what, I don't care if it's a month after it happened, your partner, oh my God, I can't believe you slept with him, you slept with her, you cheated on me, I can't believe that, you know what, I said I'm sorry, let it go, it's been a month, it doesn't work that way, the more you show remorse, the more you say, you know what baby, I'm so sorry I hurt you, it's not going to happen again, the easier it's going to be to build that trust, okay, and to be able to move on and to get through the situation quicker and a lot more um, powerful and a lot more real to get through it so it doesn't come back and bite you in the butt later, okay? Again, oh, Cynthia's in the house. Welcome. Um, Jennifer, you mentioned <clears throat> right now um, that keep your partner happy and they will astray to get what they oh. Keep, keep your partner happy or they will stray to get what they need. And there's, we're going to get into this, Jennifer, and there's a lot of myths and a lot of uh, facts about affairs and what happens. We're going to get into, you know, why people do have affairs. Oh, my God. Katrina's in the house. Greetings. We are going to be doing, I'm going to give her a prop, too. Uh, we are going to, and I'm not going to butcher, you know, love Mata, so I'm going to butcher... Uh, Butcher your name, and I apologize for that, but we are going to be doing a Battle of the Sexes thing, and I posted it on my timeline March 31st, a Saturday night uh, in Detroit, and I want everybody to come down and enjoy the fun. It's, it's a blast. I was a part of it last year. A lot of great people, a lot of talented erotic authors are going to be there, um, and we're going to have Battle of the Sexes and talking about oral sex and pleasing women, pleasing men. 
Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So check it out. And maybe she can post, uh, Katrina, maybe you can post your information in the discussion board too uh, to give you some props and throw people your way as well, okay? Um, Cynthia, welcome. Yeah, the more you try to sweep it under the rug, the harder you'll fall. And that's true, Cynthia, with the Ferris wheel. A lot of people look at, you know, there's some people out there that can be the perfect husband, the perfect wife. And granted, you know what, no one's perfect, but your partner's still going to cheat. And we're going to look at what are some reasons that people cheat. Now, in my experience, <clears throat> excuse me, 85% of the couples that I work with, okay, we're where the affairs happen. I, I say this often, you know what, 10, you know, maybe 10, 15% of the person is going to cheat, men or women, right? They're going to do it because they're a dog or she's a hoe. They ain't ever going to change, okay? They're like infatuated with the idea about being in love and they need that concept, being in love, um, thriving all the time so they need that they're looking for it constantly they want the excitement they all want all this aspect okay so that's a lot of times and I want to clarify um, the other 85% usually happens for you know a reason again not condoning it not excusing it now I'm gonna clarify people those people that are in swingers okay that are in open relationships they're you know polyamorous what happens, you know, when they agree to, you know, they're okay with having sex with other people, that's not cheating. So I want to clarify that, okay? It's when they go outside the boundaries, their rules, their um, laws, if you will, for their, uh, their relationship. When they get broken, that's when the cheating or, you know, what the trust issues arise in those relationships. So uh, we're going to come back. <clears throat> and Shauna, you mentioned I was in a marriage where we had sex three times a day. Oh my God, Sean! I hope you're not blown out. No, I'm open. No, <laughs> there's surgery for that. Um, and my husband, ex husband, says to this day, I was the most rewarding sex partner he has ever had, but he couldn't stop himself. Um, he was a sex addict, and that is one issue that can arise as well. Um, and I know you shared this information before, Sean, and I appreciate that. And he enjoyed the whole swinger lifestyle. I found out later how many women he actually cheated with. And he had affairs with other couples as well as married women mostly. The sex addiction is one avenue where someone is going to cheat. You know, most, you know, and I, I'm not going to get into sex addiction, whatever. I think there are legitimate people who are sex addicts, okay? Yes, more women than men, or I should, I'm sorry, more men than women are sex addicts, okay? But, you know what? The term sex addict gets very overblown. You know what? You want sex three, four times a week, therefore you're a sex addict. Not at all. There's very descriptive information, and you've got to come up, you know, is there such a thing as a sex addict, or is it compulsive behavior? There's a lot of debate that comes on, and a lot of the situation that you have to identify, and don't just label someone a sex addict, okay? Um, but you have to look at those situations. Okay, so... Sex addiction, of course, is one way people cheat, okay? You look at another situation, maybe some people are afraid to, uh, you know, get in a conflict. They don't want to, they avoid, okay? They're conflict avoidance. So what happens is a lot of situations, they don't want to bring up issues in their relationship or marriage that they're unhappy, that they're upset about certain things, so they bury it, and their partner has no clue, and all of a sudden they go out and someone 
talks to them. Usually it starts off as an emotional connection, right? I can't, I'm afraid to talk to my partner, which is sad. You know what? I look at, you know what? What can you do to be a man or woman enough, adult enough, to be able to bring up issues with your partner and not shut down, okay? Or is it a fact that your partner is, you know what? not that easy to talk to and doesn't make it safe for you to talk to, okay? So we have the conflict avoidant where they're not going to bring up issues, but you know what? They feel a certain way, but they're afraid to bring it up in a relationship, okay? So awesome. Someone chirps in their ears, they go out and they cheat, okay? We So we already talked about sex addicts, right? There's the ones that have a fair based on you know, they're afraid to have conflict in a relationship, so they feel a certain way, they don't want to bring up, and then they find somebody else and they end up cheating, okay? A lot of it, they might come up to where they feel so close um, in a relationship that they're afraid of intimacy issues. And a lot of people, like I said, the affairs and the meaning of affairs, you have to look at what caused the affair. And that's what I'm running down right now, okay? There's some people that you know what, they might love their partner and they go out, but they're so afraid of intimacy that they almost, I almost use this one as intimacy avoidant aspects or fear of intimacy, that they sabotage the marriage or relationship by cheating. They're afraid of getting very close and they feel almost suffocated. They're afraid to get that close and to be vulnerable. So all of a sudden they go out and cheat and, you know, to try to just the sexual pleasure of it to break the intimate ties, to break that, you know what, the feeling claustrophobic and feeling too close and cramped in and feeling too maybe vulnerable and more revealing intimate details about themselves so they go out and cheat. Again, none of these are excuses for cheating, okay? These are reasons. And when it happens, you need to own it and own what happened and get to the bottom of it, what causes so, if possible, it doesn't happen again, okay? Now, another issue you're going to get to is how many people you look at, um, you know, it's just about individual, right? They could have a great person and say this is maybe the more individual basis, the ego props, okay? The ego props, of course, is they're always looking at, you know what, they love attention. They want that constant attention all the time, so they want all these women, say if it's a guy or, you know what, even it does same-sex partners. So, you know, this happens in same-sex partners, um, heterosexual couples, it's across the board, okay? So you need to be able to look at the situation to where, you know, the, the individual-based affairs are ba ego-based, okay? Uh, these people might be narcissistic in nature. They might be very selfish. It's all about them, and it's all about their needs. Their needs could be met in the marriage, whatever, but they're still going to do it because they want to. Plain and simple, okay? Plain and simple, they want to go ahead and cheat. That's it, right? For their own pleasures, they could care less about anybody else, okay? It's all about them. These individuals, to be honest with you, are very, very difficult to deal with and it is not an easy situation okay um, so there are we already talked about the sex addiction aspects okay we talked about those but there are other ones that we're gonna come up with as well that you know leading on to um, people talk about you know accidental affairs as well that oh my god it just happened by accident does it happen um, these tend to be an affair 
a one-night stand type of thing where you regret, oh, my God, what the hell happened? People say, oh, I was drunk. It's not an excuse. A one-night accidental affair, again, all these are no reason or condoning affairs. These are giving you uh, maybe a descriptive analysis, if you will, of looking at why affairs happen in a relationship, why they happen to you, okay? So these are running down. Then I'll get more into detail looking at individual aspects in the marriage, in a relationship, and you know, if it's a relationship-based aspect that has caused it. You're not happy in the marriage. Your needs aren't being met. That's what most of the affairs I see. You know what? Probably 85% of the affairs that I deal with in my office are based on, you know what, breakdown in the marriages. One person is not happy. Um, not getting needs met, not feeling appreciated, loved, desired, all that aspect for, you know, quite a while. And then all of a sudden, you know what, it's not intended. They talk to somebody, makes them feel good, picks up their ego and makes them feel wanted, cared for, um, valued. And all of a sudden, you know what, it kicks off. That's mostly what I deal with in, um, in my office here in Metro Detroit, okay? So we look at the situation how many people and I get calls about this too some affairs are based also on getting even okay some people call this retribution or you know getting even and I get a lot of phone calls from this Greg you know what I had an affair my wife cheated on me and I went out had an affair or my husband cheated on me and you know what I went out and cheated to get even okay so and I hear it in their voice that these type of issues or, you know, getting even affairs, these people feel so terrible, horrible that they did it, for one, because they sold themselves out. And I, I tell them right on the phone, I can hear it, I can sense it, that, you know what, these people, you know, it didn't feel good, did it? And they break down and they'll cry right on the phone, and I'm only talking to them for a couple minutes because they sold themselves out. They're very painful. They're so hurt and angry, they think by doing this, it's you know going to get even with their partner for hurting them and they want their partner to feel the pain that they felt they might but you're selling yourself out and doing that okay so there's some affairs that happen in these aspects and they're you know they do happen but there are more a smaller percentage that I see in my office and I can't speak for anybody else in the world you know just from my experience and what I run into with the couples I work with in my office okay um, this type of affair, um, I run into occasionally, okay, a lot more than um, the retribution affairs or the getting even affairs. These are the ones that want to get out of a marriage or get out of a relationship, and this is a way to do it. You know, I'm going to have a affair, and I don't care if I get caught because this is going to be my ticket out of here. This is going to be my ticket out of the marriage, my ticket out of affair. So how many people, you know what, think in your own life people out there, how many people have been in that situation where you want to break it off, you want to get out of a marriage, so you're going to go and screw around and end it, okay? This is your way of getting out of the situation. Again, you know what, nothing's condoned, nothing's excuse. I want you to be an adult and say, if you want to get out of a marriage or a relationship, you know what, get out of it before you cheat or try to work, you know, come and see me. I do Skype sessions all over the country, so I want you to be able to work on it, you know, before you call it quits and try to exhaust every avenue as possible, you know, before, and you, you don't have to cheat 
to do it. And a lot of people will look at, well, we never cheated on each other, so that means we can work on everything and our marriage can be saved and be, you know, better than ever. That's not always the case, sadly, okay? Um, and what about, ooh, you know, we talk about types of affairs, um, emotional affairs, physical affairs. I call it a combination affair, emotional and physical, where you fall in love with somebody and the physical is there as well. And those are, they're very difficult to deal with. Now, how many people have an emotional affairs now with technology with the online affairs, right? Facebook, you know what, give props to where I'm doing the show right now. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, WhatsApp, there, you can name it. Any social media, electronic device that you are carrying on an emotional affair or online affair type aspect that you know triggers, oh, we didn't have sex, but you're sharing intimate details. And a lot of people, you know, they view these type of affairs, oh, they're not a, a legitimate affair. I didn't really cheat because we never had sex. We never even met. We never even touched each other. However, you're sharing emotional details, maybe sexting with somebody else outside of your relationship that is cheating people. And that can crush somebody as much as going out and having sex with somebody else on a one night stand because it might be more intimate, more um, sharing emotional, psychological, more heartfelt issues when it comes to affairs, okay? So I, I'm not going to run down those again. You can re-listen to the video, but these are a lot of uh, different types of affairs or reasons why they happen. And you look at the situation where it's not even... Um, it's not easy, you know what? It's not easy to deal with. And a lot of couples, you know, there's a lot of myths out there that, you know, people look sad. You know, let's let's cover the myths real quick, okay? Once a cheater, always a cheater. That is not always the case. Not at all. Like I said, the lower percentages in the ten percent range or so, yes, that does apply one for a woman, man, doesn't matter. Once a cheater, always a cheater. That does apply for a lo low percentage of the person, okay? Another aspect, you're looking at the situation where, you know what? Now, you cheated, the marriage has to end. No, that's another myth. A lot of times, believe it or not, an affair can rejuvenate a marriage and bring it closer than it's ever been before. You can be more open and more honest with each other than you ever thought possible. So an affair can actually make a marriage a lot stronger, a lot more tighter, a lot closer than you ever thought possible. Now, I need to, because I don't want you to say, oh, I cheated to make my marriage stronger. Hell no. I'm not saying that is a way to do it. That's how I try to work at my office and try to make that relationship or marriage stronger and a lot more, um, you know, together and a lot more evolved, a lot more closer emotionally and physically than ever thought possible. And sometimes the affair can do that, okay? So we look at the situation where um, Shauna mentioned, I tried to get even, but I couldn't do it. So I just filed for divorce so that I wouldn't feel so guilty if I messed up. I wanted to pay him back so bad. You know what, Shauna? I get it. You know, it, I believe I get it. You want to hurt them. And I mentioned it. You might have heard me mention it. You know, a lot, you know, there's some people that want it. They want that revenge affair. They want that revenge and, you know, getting even retribution. And it just, you know what, you sell yourself out and you end up making yourself feel miserable. And I'm glad you didn't put yourself in that situation. 
And you mentioned, Sean, also about talking about your marriage problems with an opposite-sex person and turning it into an emotional affair than physical. That happens quite often. Um, there are some people, like I said, it could be compulsive issues that go on. And, uh, you know, a lot of people base, you know, they think affairs happen based on sex. Most affairs don't happen on just because of sex. Yes, it does happen. There are people that just want the sexual pleasure. They want, you know, to get spanked. They want to do a, a freaking prostate uh, milking, if you will, or prostate massage. And they feel that their wife is too um, goody-goody or too, you know, I can't talk to my wife about what I want her. There's some women out there that, you know, want it rough with, I can't talk to my husband because he's a little conservative when it comes to sex issues. He can't even, has a hard time talking to me. So there are those types where they just want sex, sexual fulfillment, they happen. But most, of, most affairs in my experience that I work with, like I said, I can't speak for others, they don't occur based on sex. It's mostly the emotional aspects that come out that, you know, relate to affairs, okay? And I'm going to be talking about affairs in a little bit. I'm going to take a little breather, play a commercial for Astroglide. Remember, you can go to www.astroglide.com slash art, A-R-T, of relationships. It's plural. You can get a free sample of Astroglide O or Astroglide Organic, okay? Um, get your free sample check it out try it out i'd love to hear your feedback and those from other other people that have tried it out see what your feedback if you hate it you love it oh my god it makes you all tingly all over people so i'm going to take a little breather and we're going to come back in a short while are you ready to experience pleasures of the flesh the luxurious arousing sensations from mother earth it is possible people the organic ingredients found in Astroglide O is USDA certified organic dual purpose massage oil and personal lubricant. It's made from a unique blend of ultra hydrating plant based oils like ridiculously smooth to the touch coconut oil, almond argan oil, and essential oils from the tropical elong flower petals and sunflowers. These are just some of the 99% organic ingredients that bring Astroglide O to life. Whether as a personal lubricant or massage oil people, its luxurious feel and delicious coconut scent will help you experience pure pleasure. Experience Astroglide O for yourself. You can get a free sample at astroglide.com slash art of relationships and indulge in the satisfaction of an organic, erotic experience and pure pleasure. This is just another song you'll never hear about a girl I've never met. This is just another line whispered in your ear so you don't think that I can make This is just another ride Taken by surprise With no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times That I've used to make it right Chance meeting In a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk 
And I'm back, people. Thanks for staying with me. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And as always, you can check out my website, www.theartofrelationships.org. And make sure you heard uh, the little advertisement uh, right uh, during the break. Go to astroglide.com slash artofrelationships for your free sample of Astroglide's All for Organic. Uh, natural massage oil and lube people so to electrify your sex life even more people and again share this live video on your timeline you get a chance to win my book the relationship guide tools to ignite love and intimacy okay check it out you get a free uh, copy of that and we're going back to the discussion aspect Shauna you mentioned uh, people naturally return the points of pleasure. 
Men want to feel respected and appreciated. That's true. Women do too. So if he has a woman who is respecting him versus nagging him for not taking out the trash every day when he comes home. There's a lot of points to that. We're going to get into, like I, I mentioned at the break, we're going to get into, you know, maybe the relationship or marriage issues that arise that maybe relate or create affairs, okay? Again, affairs are a choice, okay? You are choosing to cheat. No matter, you know what, you chose to get drunk and get a, inebriated, uh, and lose control, right? You still, you chose to do that. So I, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Da, 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 da. Then maybe you need to control your alcohol consumption, okay? That's still a choice, people. You need to take responsibility for it. I ran down certain situations, issues, like 10 or 11 of them, that relate to why people cheat. Now, we're going to get into relationship dynamics, relationship issues to where, you know what, maybe Shauna brought up one where one person, you know, doesn't feel respected and appreciated. What what happens in a lot of situations, and I get a lot of, you know, issues that I get two sides, okay, with people that come in for affairs or cheating, you know, trust issues where the other person, you know, the one that was betrayed, they have no clue how the other one felt. They didn't know they didn't feel loved, appreciated. Like I said before, one of them was conflict avoidant. The other one is afraid to bring up to create conflict or issues in a relationship. Even though they feel not loved, not appreciated, you know what, they're not going to say anything because they feel like maybe they're walking on eggshells or conflict to them is so painful that, you know, any resistance they're going to shut down and whatever. So if someone starts chirping in their ear, starts talking to him or her, and all of a sudden, you know, emotional affair, and then it turns physical, that type of situation, okay? I want people, it's only fair that your partner knows what they are not getting in a relationship so they have an effort, they have an option to be able to repair it and try to work out those situations, okay? Um, if there is, like Shauna mentioned, if people are nagging, getting nagged at and criticized all the time, and this goes for, yes, there are a lot of men out there that will constantly criticize and nag their ladies as well, okay? And this goes for same-sex partners. They will feel like no matter what they do, they're always to blame for issues in the relationship, okay? And now someone starts coming along, giving them props, compliments, those type of things. Oh, my God, you're great, you're smart, you're intelligent. And all of a sudden, it, it, it feels great. It's almost like, you know, no pun intended, almost like an addiction to where, and then you get, you know, oh, my God, you want to be around people that support you and that give you props and emotionally are there for you and, you know, treat you in positive regards and not rip you apart so you can understand where it goes. You need to understand your role in the relationship or in the marriage and what is causing you or what caused your partner to stray, okay? Again, it's their choice to stray, but you need, as the one that is betrayed, I, I get it, you are hurt, you're devastated, you are, um, you know, just your whole world's blown up, literally. So what happens, so it's hard for you to look at, you know, what, what was I doing that led my partner to stray? Was I not being affectionate enough? Was I not being, you know, was I always being tired? And that might be, you know, my reason. I get tired, you know, I work long hours and deal with everybody's stress. 
um, you know, relationships. So I get tired, I get exhausted, and I need to be cognizant of that in my own situation, in my own life. But you get, you need to pay attention, and you need to make contact emotionally on a daily basis. Okay, so you need to look at what did I not provide in the marriage, and you need to be open and honest with each other okay and be willing to you know what don't turn this on me you know don't blame me on it's not a blame game i get a lot of people that have been betrayed and oh yeah greg it's my fault he cheated it's her fault you know you're saying it's my fault you know my wife cheated i'm, I'm not saying it's your fault i again i don't get into you know condoning these situations i look at what was the reason so we can repair it and make your marriage and relationship stronger than it's ever been before and it is possible it does take a lot of guts and a lot of heart and a lot of soul and a lot of effort to repair after an affair especially a long term you know there's people that have been in affairs for a year two years 18 months three years four years with another person and then they find out and then you know what what happens okay so you then it finds out and it blows up and it, it's very difficult and it's very emotionally grating and also it's better to understand what you both are feeling right the betrayed needs to understand how hurt and devastated their partner is for their act okay and another thing the one that's betrayed needs to understand and it's very very difficult because when we're hurt we want to play the victim all the time and not look at what our partner was feeling that led up to it again you know what there are people that are dogs and hoes out there you know what they cheat and they're never going to stop but most people are not that way plain and simple they are not that way okay so you look at those avenues and looking at you know another one you know, another situation, and a lot of people don't understand what happens, um, what do I want to say, the outcome or the consequences of a affair. You need to understand and to get to the depth of it, you know what, people, all your expectations living happily ever after, okay, not a fantasy world, but living happily ever after, they are destroyed. They're blown out of the water, plain and simple, okay? Because your expectations of maybe, you know, retiring together, playing with grandkids together, um, you know, going on vacations, uh, going to family events, holidays, anniversary parties, um, whatever, okay? Family reunions, all this stuff and your expectations, they're blown out of the water. They change because of an affair. So you need to understand the devastating effects that an affair can happen, okay? And I am not one to ever advocate people going out and telling people about the affair. You know what? She cheated on me, that whore, that, that you know, he's a dick, he's all this, he's a dog, all that hurt me. Because the more you go and do this, the more it's going to um, be difficult to rebuild the marriage if that's what you both want, okay? Because it's going to create a lot of animosity. You're going to have people chirping in your ears when it's not their life, okay? It's your life. So, you know what? If you decide to stop um, the marriage, get a divorce or break up, okay? That's your decision. But, you know what? Then maybe tell other people. But don't do it until you make a decision. Another very, very important situation I tell couples in my office is when 
the affair is, you know, discovered, when it is outed, okay, it's found out, a lot of people are in a crisis mode, you know what, crisis mode is number one thing, you want to feel safe, okay, so a lot of things, you know, we're irrational, our emotions are freaking at, at a peak where we might not be able to control them, so we might make rash decisions, okay, I tell people, don't do anything, some people might automatically you know find out an affair is going so they're gonna go file divorce right away they're gonna move out of the house they're going to tell their kids they're gonna tell everybody post it on Facebook because they're hurt you know what I understand it but I tell people you know what in the crisis situation don't do anything okay I know you want to I get what you feel big time I get what you feel but in that crisis mode you need to do nothing okay you need to take some time and breathe and look at and reassess what is going on okay try to talk to each other if at all possible there's some people that cheat and they want out of the marriage and there's nothing you can do but you need to get help and look at maybe what went wrong with the relationship or the marriage and look at ways that you can be a better person or a better partner and you know what and heal that process maybe you were a dynamic partner and you're the partner that cheated on you maybe they're just a you know maybe they're a sex addict maybe they're you know what they're just not a good person okay and you know what I look at why would you want to be with that person anyways and you can get some help to start that healing process okay now Shauna mentioned um, how about the woman who wants more than just being a housewife? She wants a man to ravage her in the bedroom. Now, Shauna, <clears throat> now I need a cold shower. That is freaking hot. You know what? Now, does that housewife tell her man she wants to be ravaged? Does she want, you know what? I want you to rip my clothes off, throw me up against the wall, and do me like a man, like a savage beast. Can you tell your man that? Or are you too shy in doing it? I want you to rip my clothes off with your teeth, you know. Take my panties off with your teeth, you know. Can you tell your man that? Some women, sadly, are, you know what, I, I'm a lady. I don't talk that way. Oh, oh, my God, I've never been like this. You know what? Grow up, evolve, become an adult, become more emotionally mature, more sexually mature, and tell your man what your needs are. And Shauna... You know what? I'm going to bash us men, too, because there's some men out there that don't tell their ladies what they want because they might, you know, offend their ladies. They might, you know what, think their woman might um, think they're crazy, a freak, a bad guy, that type of thing. So some men out there feel that same shame, the sex shame, if you will, when it comes to that. Laura, you mentioned about so is flirting cheating. This is a good question because you know what? You know what? Simple flirting, batting an eye, smiling with somebody else, you know what? That might be, it makes you feel good, whatever. But if it goes further than that, where you start exchanging numbers, when you start sexting somebody, when you start talking to somebody, flirting on a regular basis, that is cheating. And I hope I answered that and I hope that sort of clarified your question whatever I think some people flirt and it's sort of natural smile back and it feels good right but when it gets carried away and you go beyond a couple seconds and you start you know what you're flirting enough and open up for someone to give you a number or you're giving them your number and wanting to talk more and more outside of that you know what that is definitely cheating and that is 
you know, crossing boundaries big time. So it's uh, it's not that easy. It should be easy to stop. But some people, when you're in a situation, um, you know, where you're not feeling loved, where you're not feeling that situation, um, you know, desired, whatever, that flirting can get carried away because of those, uh, you know what, those feelings of feeling hurt, not feeling loved, man. They're very powerful. So it's hard to control those, but you need to be able to control those and step away. And what am I doing? I need to talk to my partner about what I'm feeling. Now, and if their partner says, you know what, I, I don't care what you feel. I'm not going to do anything about it. Then you get professional help or maybe, you know what, you get help for yourself and it might not, you know, be advantageous to stay in that relationship if your partner doesn't care to evolve and grow and meet your needs or vice versa. If you're not meeting their needs, they might say adios amigos and they might say peace out, okay? Um, Treva, you might spank me. <laughs> who do you want? <laughs> Treva, who do you want to spank you? Um, <laughs> you look at the situation. Shauna, you mentioned, agree. It's been more than 10 years since my divorce. I'm so happy and do not regret not paying them back. And that's good because you held on. The best feeling in the world, I think, for me, Sean, and I can't speak for you or anybody else, just me, is to be able to hold on to your, um, you know, your values, your morals, and being able, you know, strong enough to say, you know what, I didn't sell myself out. And that is the best feeling in the world. And I've been there where I've sold myself out before and, you know, on certain situations and you know i felt like crap it's a it's a terrible feeling i you know maybe not only let other people down i let myself down because that's not my character and when we step out of it you know what it, it sucks plain and simple it's not a not a comforting situation so you need to look at um you need to look at your situation about um even if you're thinking about cheating or you know thinking about stepping out of the relationship or marriage Number one, you need to talk to your partner. You don't have to go and tell your partner, I'm thinking about cheating, I'm thinking about this, but you can get into the situation where I'm not feeling loved and I'm not happy in a situation. And if things don't change, you know what? I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to be in this marriage and I, I would love to be happy in it. And then you work from there, okay? Um, Laura, you all oh, about flirting, not giving num numbers, nothing like that. Her question was regarding flirting. That, no, that's good. So, you know, in a lot of situations, you look at, um, you know, getting to the root of the affair and what, you know, what goes on. It's you need to be able to understand the devastation that affairs create for a lot of people. And a lot of people are so afraid. They want to be strong. I'm not going to show him or her I'm hurt that that affair really hurt me or whatever. I'm going to be strong like I don't even care. You know what? Be real. You know what? Be able to own your feelings. Be able to come clean and you know what? Don't protect your emotions. Come clean. Be real. But you also command respect for yourself, okay? You command, you know what? That your feelings matter to that person. So you need to look at, again, what caused the affair? What is going on in the relationship? And what is going on in the marriage, okay? Before it even comes to that. But if it does occur, you need to look back. That affair does not mean that the marriage has to end, okay? It can be repaired and it can be great. Or the relationship. 
That is determined by you two and how you're able to look at yourself and look at your role, both of you, and what led to an affair happening. What made you step out of that marriage or that relationship, number one, and also you, the one that was being betrayed, you need to look at what your role was in it and you know, causing your partner to do it again. Not condoning it, not excusing it, right? There, it's a choice of cheating, plain and simple, okay? So you need to be able to step back and look at the, what was your role and what would it take to be able to communicate better, honestly, get to the root of the issue about what you're really feeling. And it, sometimes it's so hard because some people don't want to say, I don't feel loved, I don't feel like I turn you on, I don't even, I feel like maybe I repulse you because the answer might be, yeah, you're right, you don't turn me on. So people don't want to do that. So you know what? They suck it in. They keep it out. And all of a sudden, maybe someone chirps, makes them feel attractive, makes them feel intelligent, makes them feel important. And then, bam, you know what? It's a fuel for an affair to kick up. So you need to kick up on that and understand, um, you know, not only understand the dynamics of affairs, each affair is different. So you need to understand the dynamics of it, okay, and also look at, the avenues to heal it. Again, the three bases is we need to know what caused it, okay? Is there genuine remorse and guilt? If there's not genuine remorse and guilt, that person that did the betraying tells me they ain't gonna wanna do the work to repair the marriage. They wanna just say, oh, lip service, I'm sorry, now leave me alone and we're gonna go on about our lives. It don't work that way. And if you are the one betrayed and you're with a partner that shows no remorse, like it's no big deal, then maybe you need to look at, maybe you need to be with somebody that, you know what, is remorseful and that's going to treat you better, plain and simple, okay? So, again, check out astroglide.com slash art of relationships for your free sample of the massage oil lubricant, uh, Astroglide Organic, okay? Again, share this live video for a chance to win my book, The Relationship Guide. Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And I will announce those winners tomorrow morning on Facebook, right on my Facebook page, okay? So, everybody have a good night. Uh, my best wishes. Everybody have sweet dreams. And as always, peace and love to everybody out there, okay? Thanks so much for everybody joining in. Your comments, Shauna, Laura. Cynthia, everybody out there, I appreciate you showing up and your insights, uh, helping the show flow and helping everybody else out there. Take care, everybody. Good night. I'm Matt Abdu, executive chef and owner of Pig Beach Barbecue in New York City. Like you, I'm spending more time at home right now, and that means more time cooking for my family. I'm excited to partner with Prairie Fresh to bring you delicious meal ideas inspired by their quality pork, including what's in your pantry, various ways to use leftovers, and even kid-friendly recipes. Because you want to make more than a meal. You want to make a mealtime together. Check out my easy recipes on the Making Mealtimes page at prairiefresh.com.